Hello, lovers. <laughs> so I'm doing a really kind of impromptu um, Facebook Live today. I was out for coffee at my favorite place, Show and Tell Coffee in Kitchener, where I live. And I was just thinking that I have not done a Facebook Live where I've answered questions in a little while. So I kind of just put it out there. I know it's the middle of the day. So I didn't get a lot of questions, but I did get one question that I wanted to answer because it's the most popular relationship question of all time. <laughs> and I want to answer it for you today. I've written some blog posts on this before. I have done a podcast. Um, actually, all my podcasts are kind of about this, but the most popular relationship question ever is, what is the secret to a long-lasting, happy relationship? And um, first of all, I think secrets and magic and all that kind of stuff is more of a, it, I don't know, it just makes the whole concept of like having a relationship seem very magical. And I actually don't think that that's something that's super helpful for most people. Like, what is the secret? What's the trick <laughs> to having that long lasting relationship? And Surprise, surprise, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, my answer is very simple. There is no secret. It is really all about how you think and how you're managing your conscious thoughts. So we often think that if our partner would only act in a certain way, if their behavior were better, if they would not ever do the things that annoy us, if they would always do the things we love. So, you know, if my, if Steve always brought me flowers home every day and he always cooked dinner and what else? Um, oh, he like just bought me random presents just because like I would be so much happier. And I used to really believe those things at the beginning of our marriage, at the beginning of our relationship. And the thing is, it's actually not true. Other people's actions, and I know this is like a controversial one, this is something I coach people on a lot, but others people, other people's actions, their words, what they, how they think about you, how they talk to you, actually don't affect you. They don't create your emotions. You know, your, your partner having a bad day and um, speaking in a manner that, like, to you sounds snippy cannot actually make you feel anything until you have a thought that turns it into something meaningful. And you might know that this is true for you if you kind of look through your past and you notice that, you know, have you ever been around somebody who's grumpy, but you're like in such a good mood? Like they are so grumpy and they're really irritated. You can tell that they're not in a good headspace, but you're just having like the best day ever. Uh, you're like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> so you know that like their bad mood can't bring you down. But someone else could be in a totally fine mood, but because you're having a bad day, you might be reading into the words that they say. You might be... Uh, interpreting their actions in a way that creates 
bad feelings for you. The only difference between those two things really is where your thoughts are going. So we know that I like to think about it this way because I think sometimes when I explain this to my clients, they're like, oh, I'm the one responsible for all of my bad feelings. I'm just such a terrible person. Look, I've been taking all this stuff out on my partner forever. Okay, it's not your fault, (laughs) but it is your responsibility. So once you start to see that there's a space between someone else's actions and what you feel, and that space is actually your thoughts about it, once you start to really grasp that concept, it's easy to go to a place where you just feel like you're this terrible person. And I want to tell you that this is not your fault. This is actually just something that we have picked up culturally. I mean, I even though I teach this stuff and I, I know this stuff, um, I will still sometimes catch myself saying to my children, like, oh, don't do that because it's going to make somebody else feel badly. And I have to just remind myself that actually that's not true. That's just something we've been raised to believe. We've been raised to believe that someone else's words can make us feel bad. And you can argue with me about it. I want you to if you if you disagree. But the reason that I can tell you that that's for sure true is that you have probably been misinterpreted. So someone else has probably taken words that you have said and put it through their filter and misinterpreted it for them. And it's made them feel bad. And you totally didn't intend for it to be something rude or, or harsh. So you know what it feels like to be misinterpreted. And I think the, the, the key, the secret, the magic <laughs> about how to have a happy, long-lasting relationship is really very simple, not magical at all. It's all about just managing your own thoughts. I like to be really clear, and I work when I work with clients in my program, I will often really kind of be almost a nitpicker about the languaging because often we'll say, well, I have all these needs that my partner doesn't meet. And I try and get people to really replace that word need with the word expectation. So we have expectations and it's our expectations that create most of the suffering in a relationship. So of course you can have things you, I would like things in my marriage. I would love for my partner to bring home flowers, but, and he does by the way. Um, but I also know that if I want flowers, I can just go to the store and buy them. I don't rely on him doing something to prove his love for me. I know he loves me. I think thoughts about him that make me feel love towards him. And I interpret the things he says and the things he does through my own filter, which is that he loves me. So This is probably the most liberating concept if you are willing to play with it because it is countercultural in a lot of ways. But this is hands down the way that I teach people to stop arguing and actually have a relationship that thrives is starting to get some space around our expectations and how we interpret thoughts and feelings. So what our interpretation really is about what anyone's doing. Now, I teach this stuff based on marriages and long-term partnerships, but this is true in any relationship. When you get this stuff in your marriage, you will take it and you'll be able to use it in your 
professional relationships. You'll be able to use it with your kids. That's a that's been a really tricky one for me, but it's definitely really starting to click in over the last year. Um, so what I've done is I've actually created a little mini course. I just launched it today. So some of you have probably already downloaded the workbook, but I wanted to kind of take a few of these concepts and get really, really specific for you. It's totally free. The link is right here in the bio and I'll put it in the show notes for the podcast. But this is the good stuff. It's three videos and a workbook. The videos are all less than five minutes, but if you actually take this stuff seriously and you really test drive it, you will find it will transform your relationship, just like it did for mine, just like it does for my clients. And I hope you are having a lovely day. I would love to hear more of your questions. And yeah, if you missed this presentation live, I'm going to still be answering questions. So feel free to send me a private message on anything you would like coaching on in your relationship. And I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful relationship. Take care.